Hey, this is John, founder of electricianslibrary.com and the Stuff Electricians Should Know podcast. If you've been following me for a while, you know that as of this recording, there are over 80 episodes of the Stuff Electricians Should Know podcast. And before this, I did a podcast called The Weekly Buzz, which had over 30 episodes itself. Now, all of this has been free, and I'm happy to do it, and I love doing it, and uh, plan on keeping all of this free. But right now, I just wanted to quickly tell you about a resource uh, that I've been working on lately that I'm super excited about, and I would really love it if you would check it out. It's called Cody. Now, Cody is the first and only that I know of virtual electrical assistant, and I'm building it just for you. Now, right now, we're we're still working day and night to get Cody ready for a beta launch that's probably going to happen around the 1st of June. But for now, I'd love it if you'd go over to electricianslibrary.com forward slash Cody, and Cody is spelled C-O-D-E-Y. That's electricianslibrary.com forward slash Cody, C-O-D-E-Y. And you can learn more about what Cody's capabilities are and how he's going to be able to help you on your journey to becoming the electrician and not just an electrician. So head over to electricianslibrary.com forward slash Cody and check it out. You are part of a new breed that works harder, smarter, faster, and prouder than any others on the job. You live, work, and play to a higher standard. You are not a hack, but you perform your work to the highest standard possible. You take pride in both your work and your service. You're not just an installer. You're a highly skilled and highly trained professional. It doesn't matter if you're an apprentice, a journeyman, or a master. You're neither a jerk nor a brute. You're a teacher and a mentor. You redefine the industry. You create your own destiny. You serve those for whom you work, and you do work that matters. You're not just an electrician. You are the electrician. And this is your podcast. Welcome to Stuff Electrician Should Know, where I bring you bite-sized bits of useful information, usually in the form of an answer to a question that every electrician should know. Hey, I'm your host, John Workman, and excited to bring you episode 79 of the Stuff Electrician Should Know podcast. Uh, like I said, uh, last week we're shooting for 15,000 downloads this month. So if you would mind, wouldn't mind passing this along to one of your friends, colleagues, coworkers, whoever it might be that you think might, uh, be able to benefit from this podcast, I would ever be so grateful. So anyways, beautiful day today. It's great to be here with you for another week. Uh, talked to you a little bit last week about Stuff Electrician Chanel University, SESKU, and uh, got some more details for you on that today. So kind of the outline of SESKU is every month there's going to be a hard copy newsletter. Now, this isn't just a newsletter, and I'm not calling it a newsletter. I don't know why I said newsletter, but this is going to be a hard copy lesson that uh, is going to be tailored for um, apprentices, journeymen, masters, it's, it's going to fit everybody. Um, some of you might be familiar with the information. Some of you might not be familiar with the information, but this is another tool, another resource that you'll be able to put in your tool belt to help you become the best electrician out there. Not just be an electrician, but be the electrician. So every month you will get a copy of the lesson plan for the month. You're also going to get um, access to all the back issues to the 
Stuff Electrician Should Know digital magazine that are not available anywhere else right now. Um, you'll also get access to a private Facebook group that is not going to be open to anybody except for those that are members of the Stuff Electrician Should Know University. And then you will also get access to digital access to all of the past issues of the lesson plans for the Stuff Electrician Should Know University. Now, obviously, right now, they we're starting on Lesson 1 starting September 1st, and so there won't be any back issues available. But as we go along each month, one of those will be added to the library, and uh, you will have access to that. So if something happens to your copy, if you lose it, if you give it away, you will still have access to the digital copy that you can turn around and download if you want to. Now, one of the cool things about the lesson plan that will be coming to you uh, in your mailbox is there will be uh, links that you can scan with your phone to get access to audio recordings, to little short videos, to um, document downloads, um, along with the text that will be inside of the that will be inside of the lesson plan. And so there is a plethora of information that will be um, included in each of these lesson plans that will come to you each and every month. So. Um, with that, I will keep you posted. We're planning on the launch for September 1st. So if you uh, are not signed up to receive information when uh, this is going to be available, go to stuffelectricianshouldknow.com and go ahead and sign up and you will receive the information in your inbox when uh, SESKU is up and ready to go. So with that, that's a, that's a little bit more information about what uh, SESKU is going to be about in the beginning stages. We have plans in the future to have um, exclusive trainings only available at SESKU uh, in the video form. We're going to have, um, we're going to begin creating what we call micro trainings. And we already have a list of 100, 150 or so micro trainings that uh, we're over over time we're going to begin adding to uh, the university and then uh, we've got scheduled right now two books that we're putting together which are going to be so awesome I can't even tell you how awesome it is I'm so excited to uh, to get those finished up and get those in your hands so we have a lot of stuff planned for SESK University and uh, we're in the process to launch that September 1st. So just to recap real quick, you're going to get the hard copy of the lesson plan each and every month delivered to your door. You're going to get um, access to the private Facebook group only for those who are uh, members of Stuff Electricians uh, Should Know University. Um, you're going to get all the back issues of Stuff Electricians Should Know Digital Magazine, and you'll have access as they become available to the back issues of the SESKU um, uh, lesson plans. So that's kind of a mouthful, kind of uh, took my brain for a loop there for a second. That's all right. Just uh, just wanted to give you those further details today. So let's get into today's podcast. This is part two of uh, 10 things about arc flash safety that you should know. So we left off last week, and I'll just kind of recap those real quick. Why are arc, why 
arc flashes occur and explode them that are four times hotter than the sun. They're as powerful as an eight-stick dynamite blast. Um, Power-intensive environments are especially vulnerable to arc arc flashes, and employees require education. So number six, arc flash labels provide advance warnings. Arc flash labels include two key pieces of information. The, The expected incident energy, which is measured in calories per centimeter squared, at a working distance of 18 or 24 inches, which drives the proper PPE required uh, for protection. The distance a worker without PPE must work to avoid a non-curable burn, uh, and this is typically measured in feet. So everything, <clears throat> you know, the NEC talks about labeling, and more and more we're seeing the need and the push to have everything properly labeled. You know, if... If somebody gets into a panel, um, thinking that it's, you know, 120, uh, 240 or 120, 208, and they get into something that ends up being 480, uh, and something happens, there's, there's going to be some serious ramifications there for not just for the person getting in the panel, but also for the, uh, also for the owners of the, of the, uh, plant or facility that should have had things properly labeled. So. If you're doing work on the job and you're doing the new installation, make sure and properly label. If you're doing the maintenance and not in charge of that, you might mention it to somebody that they want to get proper labeling done so that nobody gets hurt in the future. Number seven, avoiding electrical disasters. Time and distance are the most valuable variables. Uh, time and distance are the most controllable variables, reducing the risk of arc flash issues. Reducing the time that an event persists by tripping a breaker or blowing a fuse significantly reduces the arc flash incident energy. Increasing distance to the arc flash by remote operation or with closed doors or protective barriers protects workers in case an event occurs. Number eight, better equipment can help. So installing the right equipment can mitigate arc flash hazards. Specialty de- specially designed low-voltage motor control centers, MCCs, and switchgear can reduce the probability of electrical shock and arc flash energy during maintenance. Now, there's a lot of uh, old equipment out there. <clears throat> we all know that to be true. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's just better when you, if you sit down and calculate the cost or the cost of life that could, could come from having that equipment in there that's 50 years old. In the long run, it could be less expensive to go ahead and just, and just replace some of that equipment. You know, you, you, as a facility manager or a facility owner, you might feel like it's, it's too cost prohibitive to, to replace things. But if you really sit down and calculate risk and cost it it could be cheaper in the long run and it's even something where in a lot of cases if you needed to you could do uh you you know you could replace you know a section at a time um but with all the advances in equipment with all the advance of technology obviously you know having better equipment is going to help protect uh your equipment but also also the people working in your facility Number nine, human error is often to blame. 
The most common cause of the of electrical accidents is human error, and the majority of those mistakes occurred during routine maintenance or of power system equipment or troubleshooting controls. Now it's easy to get lax. It's easy to get uh, complacent when we're when we're doing the same thing over and over, whether it's once a week, once a month, uh, once a year. You know, it's easy to get complacent when it comes to certain things. We we always have a tendency to think, ah, it can't happen to me. That'll never happen to me. I know a guy um, that I go to church with that owns a lumber mill, and he got complacent um, when he was changing out some. And he's and he's not an electrician. He's not anywhere near an electrician. But but he got complacent when he needed to change out a a fuse, a four eighty volt fuse, and um, he went phase to phase when he was uh, installing the new fuse, and he ended up with burns all over his face, all over his arms. It was uh, it was pretty rough, um, and so it's just it's just a matter of uh, paying attention and and not getting complacent. So if you're one that doing the uh, doing the maintenance, maybe figure out a routine, figure out a system of what you're going to do before. Before you get into anything of this matter, you know, any piece of equipment to, to guarantee that you are going to, um, take the proper precautions, take the proper steps and not get caught up in the, it'll never happen to me, uh, syndrome and end up in the hospital or dead. Uh, number 10, last but not least, good safety optimizes operational efficiency. A sound safety policy incorporating arc flash safety solutions will protect your people and equipment minimizing risk and increasing uptime and that one kind of goes along with the last one you know if you've got good safety uh good safety procedures and and are trying to be efficient you know the human error side of it will um it definitely will uh lower itself it will become less of a problem um kind of goes back to number 5 uh, with employees requiring education, if you uh, if you properly educate your employees, then you will you will definitely with that good good uh, safety policies you'll definitely uh, you'll come out ahead in the long run. So, anyways, that is the second part of the ten things about arc flash safety that I wanted to share with you over from uh, from the folk good folks over at uh, Eaton. Um, we appreciate the uh, information that we've been able to receive from them. And, uh, just once again, if, uh, if you feel so inclined, I would be ever so grateful if you would share this with uh, friends, colleagues, coworkers, and, uh, you know, give them some good tips and pointers on, uh, the things that they need to do to be a little bit more safe out there. So thanks again for tuning in. I'm so, so grateful every week to have the opportunity to sit and, and chat with you and to uh, be able to share some of this information to, help you become uh, just a, a little bit better each and every week and uh, reach your dreams of becoming the electrician. So anyways, thanks again for tuning in and listening. Make sure and watch for more information coming soon about SESK University. And until next time, I hope you stay healthy. I hope you stay happy. But most of all, I hope you stay grounded.